I came to the unit to clean it. And mm-hmm. he goes, there was a suicide note there. Jeez. And he laughed it off. He was like, ah, oh, whatever, it's a suicide note. And he picked up his phone and he recorded it. But he hadn't gone into the rooms because I think he has like a two-bedroom or something or one or two-bedroom. Yeah. And he rolls into the room. He, he recorded the letter at first. He didn't rec- And he stopped recording. He was like, yeah, this is crazy. So afterwards, he walks into the room, and, man, it was a body just sitting on his – he said a girl was sitting on his laying – laying out. And he was like – he went over there and, you know, shook her and was like, hey, it was time to go. And he realized, oh, hey, no. yeah, she was gone, man. She had took – like she had over OD'd. And they he called the police, and I guess they told him to take down his listing. So Jeez. I was like, man, I was like, I don't know what kind of advice I could have gave for that one, bruh. Welcome to Live, Let, Thrive a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome back to another exciting episode of Live. Let Thrive. <laughs> Keeping what? it real for the cameras. Yeah, so what's up, man? Oh, nothing much. Um, this is episode 73. Yes, sir. And this is our very first um, YouTube Live yep. that we're doing. So um, not only can you hear us on this awesome podcast, you can go to our Live, Let, Thrive YouTube channel and yes, watch us and watch our beautiful mugs right there on the screen, live and direct. Yeah, man. <laughs> so I hope it's a good show because, especially, I mean, the Live Let Thrive um, YouTube page, it we it's been lacking some love. So we're gonna oh, lo- yeah. we're gonna start loving it up pretty good. Yeah, because we haven't been showing it no love. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we're um, we're back, man, for episode seventy three. That's a big episode. Salute, yeah. my friend. Oh yeah, salute. We got the henny on the rocks. The henny. Oh, I got the rum on the rocks. Cuban rum. Man, so uh, what's been going on in the Airbnb world or short-term rental share economy world on your end? Oh, uh, a lot of stuff, man. <laughs> a lot of stuff. Um, I guess I, I guess I'll start off with a with a quick hit. You know, I don't say quick tip, quick hit. <laughs> <laughs> quick hit. <laughs> I, I actually I learned this from another podcast. No, was it? And you and you've already you've reiterated it before. You know, mm-hmm. I have I have a guest. Um, it's a local guest, mm-hmm. but it's cool. I checked him out. He's um, and I, I checked him out on the you know did some Facebook stalking on him, <laughs> <laughs> and he's and he he had a good he had a good reason to be you know renting my house for a few days. Yeah, it was, he was doing his floors at his house. Okay, and so he just needed a spot to stay a few days, and and uh, I said yeah sure. So he booked it, and I told him after we you know we came in contact and stuff. Yeah, I said, hey, um, by the way, uh, if you need to stay an extra day, I know how those you know repairs go. If you need to stay an extra day, just hit me up directly. Send me a text message, and uh, you know I'll, I'll give you a good price. And then you know we'll avoid the the taxes and fees and the Airbnb all the BS. And yeah, oh, okay, man. So of course the night before, he's like, hey, yeah, can we still get it another night? And I said, yeah, man, just you know, just um, do you have? A, he goes, he goes, how how would we do it? We'd we a little. <laughs> How would we do it? And I was like, well, just, you know, you have PayPal or Cash App or anything. And he's like, uh, do you have Zelle? And you've been using Zelle? Yes, sir. Man, Zelle. Zelle's the truth. Zelle's the truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I messed with Zelle. For a quick, quick, you know, thing on Zelle, if anybody, if y'all don't know what it is, I'm pretty sure a lot of people do. But it's um, a lot of these banks are using uh, this, this um, service called Zelle. Where you could you could like transfer funds from I could transfer from my bank like Chase to whatever your bank is yeah. whatever you got Bank of America or whoever's part of this Zelle network, and um and so I said yeah I got you know I got Zelle and boom he sent me the money like right then and there, and I said all right I'll block it off for tomorrow and it was that simple you know yeah and um Air, what well, Airbnb don't know can't hurt them <laughs> you didn't block it did you you just raised your price to five hundred dollars. You know, you know. I see. I you were. I thought you just meant like if we blocked off large chunks that they're gonna get suspicious. I've been doing it. Oh well, yeah, that's true. Cause one day block, won't hurt. Cause one day is like a cleaning day. You know, yeah. they're, they're not gonna they're not gonna say yeah. nothing unless they listen to our podcast. They'd be like, "Oh, those mother lovers, <laughs> we ain't getting our cut. What's up with that?" Yeah, I, I do it for everything now. I don't even block dates. I just raise them to five, six hundred thousand dollars a night. 
Six hundred thousand dollars a night. Yeah, it's a hundred. <laughs> no, 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 six hundred to a thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. <laughs> we, No, but uh, some lady actually inquired about my condo around the corner for thirty-three thousand, and she's like, "Hey, I'm coming to the area. Is this the price? This is the correct price?" And I was like, "Well, yeah, you know, because I currently have somebody in there. But hey, you willing to pay thirty-three grand? I'll give him three thousand to move." You know? <laughs> <laughs> Be like, "Hey, man." You- we got some numbers coming through, man. I'll put you in one of my places downtown. I got you. <laughs> and to reiterate, uh, tell them what you were saying about the whole um, don't block off your calendar thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you bar- block off large chunks on your calendar, Airbnb starts to flag it. Only reason I noticed it was because my one of my rooms was getting really slow because I use it mainly for corporate. So then I was like, I'm not going to block my dates anymore. I'm just going to raise the rates really high and what's going to happen is when you're when you go back to your normal rates it pr- it's pretty much like a dip so your listing goes back to the top because you have those normal rates in there so that's what i've been doing Car- shout out to carter carter she said she did it too and it worked oh yeah carter yeah. carter carter two times you call it <laughs> <laughs> so nice to name it twice <laughs> and so yeah so on that note when that person came through said is this you know they wanted to <laughs> you know maybe rent your place for a thousand dollars a night a yeah. one bedroom condo <laughs> man you can get the taj mahal for a thousand <laughs> hey if you're willing to pay you know hey i can got room for you <laughs> heck yeah and so yeah that was that was cool you were saying you would you would pay off the people that are currently there you know, oh yeah hey, i'll give yeah. you three grand you know i'll give you five grand five grand <laughs> get out <laughs> I ain't stingy, you know. Damn. She could but, buy the condo for like three times that, right? <laughs> yeah, well, now the no, prices no, are on no. sky yeah, high. They, they're coming up now. They're coming up. But anyways, yeah, so that was a, a little trick I learned and um, learned it from you and, and other various podcasts. It's good, you know, especially listen to our podcast because we yeah. drop the, the real knowledge. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of real knowledge, man. It was crazy, like, right after we left our last podcast. Now, when I was leaving, driving home from our last podcast, big news hit about Hearst, Texas, man. Oh, man. Man, so how's that going? I guess you got you to gotta tell them the news. It's your city. You know, it's it's um it's such a small city, like Hearst, you know? Yeah. And they weren't, there was no um, signs of, um, like, like something coming down, a ban. There's not even yeah. that many people that do it, really, in Hearst. And um, like I said, I guess they just jumped on the the banning bandwagon by all these little all these North Texas cities that are banning it. Yeah, and, and it's kind of funny in a way because, like, you know, I heard the news and and someone you know someone posted on the Astra group, you know, yeah. Arlington Short Term Renters, uh, what Short Term Rental Alliance. Yeah, there you go. I can't yeah. even say the name. It must be the rum. <laughs> but um, and someone posted on there, oh, we got another one. Hearst is, Hearst is banning it. And I was like, oh, crap. That's where mine, you know, that's where mine is. Yeah. And so, and I saw a little, and the next day on the, you know, the guys, the, the old guys at work, they watch the news <laughs> every morning <laughs> while we're doing, you're selecting our jobs for the day. And um, they had, um, they had like a little blip of, um, about it, yeah. Hearst is the the latest city to to ban Airbnb, and it showed their little their little Hearst mayor. I don't know who that. Is. He probably runs a Dairy Queen when he's not mayor. And your uh, whole uh, your whole your whole work crew turned around and started looking at you. No, not really. They really? They, they think I run it out of Arlington because you know oh, okay. they know that I'm like kind of like helping you know trying to help fight it a little in Arlington. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But okay. um, so anyways, they um. I just looking at this this guy. Yeah, you know, we've heard Norway's complaints, and we just think this is the only way to get rid of it, and blah blah. blah. And I was like, what? <laughs> you know, what complaints? <laughs> I have like the across from me is an elderly woman, and um, and she's like the neighborhood. You know, watches the whole neighborhood. She's never complained one time about anything. If she ain't complaining, I don't know who the hell's complaining. It mm-hmm. might be it might be true, but I think they're just following in suit. You know, who I think they are. And so, but it was just like a little blip. And that was it. You know, I never saw anything about it on the news again or anything. Yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> kind of like these guys are small fries yeah. kind of things. And so I'm like, uh, well, I'll just keep doing it. But the thing is with Hearst, they gave us like um, starting December, from December 11th, they're going to give us like a, a six-month buffer. So that's that's like a, it's kind of a long, you know, it's kind of generous considering that 
like Grapevine was only going to give 45 days to stop, <laughs> to stop Airbnb. And so um, at least I have, if I wanted to keep doing it, I have that much time to do it. And, and I had talked to you about trying to go um, long term, mm-hmm. you know, going to corporate rental on it. And, um, and we'll see. We'll see how it goes. You know, I don't, I don't know. Um, if we got to go underground, we got to go underground. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, by the way, yeah, I gave him the whole rundown of how how to go underground. But what I wanted to comment on was that 45-day buffer. You know what I think that buffer is? I think, for those of y'all that don't know, Grapevine got, they got junctions brought against the city, right? Right. Yeah, so I think pretty much Hearst was like, okay, we're going to ban it because all the other cities are doing it. And then Hearst got hit, well, Grapevine got hit with junctions, so I think they might have been like, well, well. Hold on, let's give him six months to see what Grapevine's going to do. <laughs> and, he, and he did mention that, too. Yeah. He mentioned that, yeah, yeah, there's a current lawsuit against um, and Grapevine, and, and so we're going to be monitoring that, you know, to, to see how our oh, situation is yeah. going to turn out. He seemed real, you know, he didn't seem real, he seemed kind of timid. I'm yeah. not trying to call him out, but he just seemed like, I didn't even know we had a mayor in Hearst, you know? <laughs> it's just a small city. Yeah. And, um... I'm laughing now, but whatever. But he said, yeah, well, you know, we're monitoring the situation. We'll see, you know, we'll see what happens. So, well, Grapevine might be leading the charge after all. If there's stuff like, if they, but, the city loses, I'm not saying they will, but if if that happens, these other cities will be like, oh, crap, you know. Now there's a precedence set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You set a precedence. So. I don't know, man. It's me interesting. But I don't know. I think I think Grapevine, I think the city of Grapevine has some hotel money behind it. That's, That's the true. only thing about Grapevine. Grapevine got a bunch of Great Wolf Lodge, all that's up there. There's people that drive from Arkansas to come here to go to that. You know what I mean? So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, But you got a crap load of stuff to talk about. Oh, man. <laughs> it's funny. When the Grapevine thing happened and me and you, we were talking. We were like, hey, how do you go underground? And I was telling you how to go underground, create logos, take your picture off, you know, go pretty much be a company on Airbnb. So, the day or so after that, one of one, a client that we consulted hit us up, and she was like, "Man, my apartment complex." Which I told her, "I'm like, hey, you got two ways to get to an arbitrage. You can get a corporate lease, or if you want to put it in your name and do it under the ground, you can do it." But I was like, "There's precautions that come with that. You need to make sure your your information's right." Yeah, man, they caught her. Mm. She didn't. She put her face up there. Put all her personal information, and yeah, the, whole, the apartment complex shut her down. Man, give her a little notice, like, hey, <laughs> keep doing it. You got to pay two G's for an eviction, and uh, you got to stop immediately. So I was like, so man. it was pretty easy to find her because she yeah. had her name on there. Yeah. And and who do they have like scouring the web for these? Oh, for these? the, the I, I don't know, but I'm gonna assume in an apartment complex. If they start seeing a lot of people in and out, they're just going to scour their list, their whatever. Their, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you, I ain't going to lie. Uh, I remember one night, one time, me and, uh, shout out to Josh, me and Josh sat up to like 2 o'clock in the morning finding out which places had the most Airbnbs in Dallas, and we, <laughs> we started just tagging them, going straight up to them, asking them for leases. Wow. <laughs> That's so, if we can do it, they can, they, they can do it. Josh Attaboy. Yeah. What's up, man? How you been? What but, up? <laughs> but yeah, that's all I was saying. Like, it, it's it's fairly simple to do that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But yeah, you got to be careful if you're going, especially now with all these little cities saying they're banning it and everything. I got a question for you. Yeah. Micah. And it's, um, let me hop on this, um, this Facebook thing real quick. Because we got like a, a comment on our Facebook page. Did you oh, see yeah, it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Mystic. click on that. Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah, yeah. She she just um, she just responded again. I've seen it, but I didn't answer it. Okay, that's. I wanted to save it for the show. I wanted to save it for the, save it for the cast, as they say in Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, where are we at? Uh, where is she at? Is this it right here? Oh, yeah, it's under... Okay. Wait a minute. Yeah, scroll down. Scroll down, scroll down. All right. First, Eric Chan asked yeah. you a good question, but, you know, it came off with... Is it down farther? Yeah, you gotta click view more. Replies. Oh, view more reply. Look at this. See, I haven't used my laptop in a while. It's all phone now, so <laughs> it's a little weird. Okay, here we go. Okay, Mr. Chan was talking about something. Do you want to sum up what he said, or did you want to just jump yeah, into just what she jump said? Into the, yeah. Okay. Well, Becca Perfecto 
I guess she's perfect. She said, um, I, she binged, listened to LLT this week while driving from Denton to Fort Worth. I don't know how many eps she got in. That's not a long drive. But anyways, that's beside the point. (laughs) She got like in half a show. Um, And she said, excellent shows. Oh, this whole week. Okay, back and forth, whatever. Uh, Question, in order to avoid a guest staying past their checkout time, which is the biggest question in all these forums, right? That's, oh, man, that's the biggest question. Everybody asking that. Dealt with that twice this week. Yeah. Um, I was thinking of installing Simply Safe and letting guests know that during... The checkout time alarms are automatically turned on and are monitored by police dispatch. Whoo! I would also be willing to extend their pending communication and availability. Is that too drastic? Hell yeah! <laughs> Is like, she asking for a bad like, review? I mean, yeah, that that that. No, I don't think. Yeah, not only asking for a bad review, but that's just too drastic. You got alarms going off. Monitored by police dispatch. Dang, man. <laughs> I don't think it's that serious. But no, I mean, yeah, I've had I mean, I've had two guests check out late this week. One, both of them communicated, but they stayed past the point that they were supposed to check out. But we got rid of them. But we're of one of them. The other one extended. Um, but, I mean, it's a good idea. But I wouldn't go that far. It ain't that serious. Now, what, what jump, jumps to my head, first of all, because, I mean, I know she's worried about getting the the cleanings and turnovers done in time, right? Mm-hmm. I would first ask, what is her checkout time and what is her check-in time? Because if she has a ch- 11 o'clock or, or 10, I'm sorry, if she has like a 12 o'clock, you know, checkout time and, and she noticed folks won't, you know, have been, have been, you know, not leaving in time. Um, you might move that back one hour to like 11. You might even move it back to 10. Some people have 10 o'clock. Or you might go on the other end on the check out um, the check in time for the next guest. If you have them checking in at two, you might change it to three or four. Give yourself a bigger buffer, you know. And that and what it, what that does too, it gives you more of a more of a window to play with. Like like a guest is gonna is is gonna check wants to check in early. You know, we mm-hmm. get that question all the time too. Yeah. You can say, hey, you know, check in time is four o'clock, but I'll see what I can do. Boom, boom, boom. You knock it, if you knock out the turnover by one or two. Hey, guess what? The place is ready early. You get like so many freaking brownie points, almost a guaranteed five-star review because you let the guest check in early. But in, real- in reality, your checkout, t- you know, so your check-in time used to be two or three. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you're you're kind of used to hitting those marks, and so if you move that check-in time, you know, a little later, or if you go the other way, move the checkout time a little earlier, that'll get them at least hustling, you know, to leave by ten or eleven, and then they'll probably most likely be be out of there by the 12 o'clock mark whatever your checkout time was that's just my first question what are her check-in and check-out times and maybe she could play with those before starting to threat you know police action on yes because i think yeah because her question was should she be installing alarms i'm like to wake up guests man because i'm looking because she said yeah would you think i should install some alarms monitored by police dispatch uh it's a little rough. Yeah, that, that's that's. You're asking for a bad review, I think. Me too. You know, this this guest is so strict and threatening police. Yeah, and, man, straight so, up. So you know, I would try to do. So, so what is your solution? You said you had two people checking out late. Well, one of them. Okay, they both they had their flights got delayed. One lady, she well, this one lady was a traveling nurse, but she booked through Airbnb, and she was like, "Hey, can I get a later checkout?" I was like, "Yeah, I can. I can extend you till three. And um, the one dude said he can ex- I would extend it. I extended him till three, so because I have two units in one place, so I, had, I told my cleaner go over there at three o'clock. She was like, "Cool." When she got there, both of them were still in there. Now the guy, I text him. He was like, "Okay, bet I'm I'm getting out." But the girl, like two hours before, she was like, "Hey, I'm not I'm not gonna stay late. I'm gonna extend." So I was like, "Okay, cool." But she never put through a request to extend or nothing, so she was just sitting up in there. Uh, she told me later she had went to sleep, but I told her my uh, my cleaner was there, and she's like, "Oh!" And she went ahead and instant booked. But then she started asking for a seventy five dollar cleaning fee back, and I was like, "What?" Uh, my cleaner <laughs> showed up, and you didn't send through no request. But I, I'm gonna go ahead and refund her only because of the simple fact that she she was new to using Airbnb. Oh, okay. And she didn't really know she could extend for free, you know, and it'll waive the cleaning fee. Right. But my solution, I mean. If, Send I have I send a message through Airbnb. I, first off, I don't talk to any of these people outside of Airbnb. 
I don't text them. I just talk to them strictly through the app, and I have an automatic message going out that lets them know their checkout time. But I did when I was out of town in Arkansas. I had somebody in one of my private rooms, and this dude didn't check out till three o'clock, and it was his first time using Airbnb. But I left him a bad review anyway. So, mm. yeah, I mean, that's what you got to do. Leave him a bad review. I'm not, I had another guy in my Arkansas property. I think I told you about that did that. Just leave him a bad review. Well, not yeah. a bad review, but just let them know, hey, they check out late. Pretty much they check out late and they don't read rules. Right. <laughs> hey, it is what it is, especially if I send you a message telling you checkout time. That's true. So I hope that helps. Um, oh, I just dropped the thing. What was her name? Becca Perfecto. Mrs. Man. Becca Perfecto. Thank you for being a fan. Thank you for the questions. Eric Chan hit you up, too. He asked you some questions, but you answered his. Did you want to go over yeah. his at all? I mean, or... Huh. He said, great podcast. Hey, yeah. thanks. And <laughs> if someone decides to do corporate housing in those areas that are getting banned, does that follow the same guidelines as Airbnb? Hold on, what? Does is corporate, no, corporate housing doesn't follow the same guidelines as Airbnb. It's 30-day minimum. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Isn't that funny? That's like the magic number, right? If, if, you, if you rent your place out for 29 days, you're screwed. They'll come down at you $2,000 fine. They ain't going to know. If you do 30 days. <laughs> they ain't going to know. <laughs> hey, it's cool. It's 29 days. days. I, I, I've, I've low-key been on that. That's been in my mind for like, uh, <laughs> for like my, my, uh, my condo in Arlington. Yeah. That's mine. I, I was thinking about that. I'm like, how the hell would they know if it's 29 days? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah, they, they, they wouldn't know. But um, Airbnb, on the other hand, is continuing to get worse and worse in their customer service. Oh, snap. I just had to go off on a representative. Well, Mahogany went off on the representative. Um, had to get – oh, yeah, what I would tell people, instead of talking to Airbnb, when they start telling you something that sounds like bullshit, get off the phone with them. And, no, 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 don't get off the phone with them. Tell them, hey, can you send me a, a customer support message? And when they do, hang up with them and then talk through there. They'll get right. This lady nice, tried nice. to um, – what did this representative try to do? She tried to uh, – I forgot what she said, man. But, yeah, man, she she pretty much was um, defending this guest on something the guest had done wrong. And uh, I was like, put that in right – no, no, no. Okay, this guest booked, and it was one of those um, awaiting payments – and mm-hmm. I called Airbnb, and I told them, hey, can you remove it, remove this uh, this awaiting payment? I'm like, hey, because uh, my dates got booked through booking.com, you know, fed them some BS. Mm-hmm. And she was like, no, we can't do that. So I was like, okay, just send me a message. And she sent me a message, and I let them know on the message what had happened. And then she's like, oh, well, hold on. Let me, let me, let me get the guest on the phone, and I can get that removed for you. Let them know. They go ahead and pay. I was like, oh, okay. That's what I thought. But, yeah, they, they – be careful with Airbnb, man. They get everything in writing. That's what I say. Don't even talk to them on the phone. <laughs> straight and up. If need be, blow them up on the Twitters. Yeah, straight That's up. That's where you done battle with them, right? Yeah. No, no. Yeah, a couple times. But, yeah, battle with them in their inbox so everything you say is recorded. Is recorded. Man, yeah. some dude went on the um, Airbnb finest host page, and he just he gave, like, a detailed experience with airbnb because one of the someone canceled someone had like well first he was trying to book three months and he's like hell yeah you know it's good money yeah. and then the when the week came that she was going to actually book she said hey you know my job changed blah, blah blah can i change it to just one month and he's like you know okay fine you can do one month still that's 1800 bucks for him right and to rent out one room out of his house and so um yeah it was on the airbnb finest i, I tagged you on it i think and anyways so what happened she was there one day, the first day, and then she, um, he's like, hey, is everything going good, blah, 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 he's messaging her, yeah, everything's fine. And then I guess she hit up Airbnb directly and complained about um, cameras in the room, <laughs> which there was no cameras. Oh. And so once they did that, they shut down his Airbnb immediately upon further examination, and they asked him, and he, they started messaging him about, you know, the seriousness of having cameras, and this. he's like, I don't have any cameras in the house, you know? And he goes, well, do you have smoke alarms? He said, yeah, I got smoke alarms. He goes, well, we need you to take apart all your smoke alarms and then open them up for us and take pictures and send us pictures. <laughs> and so wow. he, and he complies. And it's just this long thing that he put on the on the Facebook page. And so um, and he complied. He sent him all the pictures, this and that. 
and finally they reinstated they reinstated his um Airbnb, but they didn't give him a ref they didn't give him the she got a refund for her you know what she paid, and she bounced. And he's like, well, you know, she she booked my place for a month. It was blocked off for a month. I need to get refunded for the month or whatever. Uh, and they said, no, sorry, we'll do would would refund you for one day. Anyways, he went back and forth fighting him, fighting him. And I think they find they they finally gave him like two days because they said because she was take yeah. your payments outside of Airbnb. <laughs> that, that's a simple solution, especially for the month the month rental. I got I had I know two people that got shut down because somebody put a camera in their uh, smoke alarm. So a guest put a camera in there. Yeah, I guess put Ooh, a camera. Oh, that's dirty. They're getting yeah. dirty. <laughs> yeah, that's dirty right there. Dang. Yeah, put it. But they shut down all their listings. Shut God. down everything. Whole account. They're getting slick. Yeah, man. Here, that, man. That's why, man. And Airbnb is not doing anything to stop it. That's the problem. Like, yeah, I'm. I'm yeah, I, I tell people, man, you straight up. See if you get take your. Yeah, take your. If you can take payment outside of Airbnb, I suggest doing it. But. Yeah, man, it's, it's getting bad out here. Now, now, um, let's just play. Let's do like a role playing game real quick. Okay. Let's let's play like you're the CEO of of Airbnb. You get hit up complaints from both sides all day long. How do you play it, man? How do you you want to grow your business? You wanna you wanna IPO? Get your big old billion uh, multi billion dollar. What would you payday? say to me? What would I say to you? Like, yeah. what do you? Okay, okay. Like in that situation where okay, the guy's complaining. Hey, man, I didn't put no cameras in my room. That guest must have brought a camera. You gotta, you gotta handle this. I, you know, you shut down my listings, put my listings back, and I'm the CEO, and you're the CEO of the company, or you handle those kind of matters. I don't know. Oh, okay. If I'm the CEO, I had a good response for that. Okay, what's your CEO response? You asked me what should I do about your listing. Yeah, I don't know, but we are Airbnb is now starting to build hotels over here. <laughs> <laughs> you ignore that shit. <laughs> what you do as a CEO? Talk to my secretary. Yeah, talk to um, no, but if I was the person handling it, handling it, someone complained. Okay, the guest complained. There's camera in my room. This is effed up. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh crap. You know, your protocol is to shut it down. Whatever. And then you get a the, the dude. You said your buddy. Okay. Hey, I didn't put no camera. They must have brought their own camera. And okay. Then, and what do you? How do you handle it? What we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna shut down your listing. Your listing, not your account. Your listing, and you're gonna go sh- give us show us what's going on in your room. Submit the proof, and then we can talk about it and discuss it, what's going on. But I'm not going to shut down your account because I know you have other properties listed with us. But that's too rational for Airbnb. They do hmm. drastic bullshit to protect guests. I think they're protecting themselves, too, from a big-ass lawsuit because they're not going to sue the – I mean, they could sue the guy, too, that has the house or whatever. But if they could sue Airbnb for invading their privacy like that, that's a, they go after the big dogs. That's what the lawyers say. The fuck, let's, not, let's not sue him. Let's sue Airbnb themselves, this company. They're supposed to provide a safe place for you to stay. So they're going to go after them for a, with a multi-million dollar lawsuit, I would think. You know? Could you though? You do a slip and fall at Walmart. You're not gonna. You're not gonna sue the janitor. You're gonna sue Walmart, right? Yeah, but you're in Walmart's property. You can still sue him. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah but it's Walmart's property. Okay, you're at that dude's See, that's, property. That's the fine line when you talk about the share economy. It ain't their property. So okay, so Airbnb. I think the I think people would like the people that were getting filmed at that dude's place. Remember that started the whole thing. Like yeah, it was a few years ago. They sued him. Airbnb was untouchable in that. Really? Yeah, they sued him. Oh damn! I, I don't know think because I don't think like honestly, man. Airbnb is in a good place. One, you can control the cash flow of what's coming in because you're a payment processing processor. Two, if anything goes wrong and lawsuits get pulled up, you can just kind of slick out of it. Like, hey, I, I don't live there. Uh, the the host was supposed to take care of that. Hmm. Wow. Brian Chesky's a genius. Yeah, I mean, you you can really slip out of it. What can they? It, it, it's 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 a fine line between, like, yeah, like you said, if you're in Walmart, you're not going to sue the janitor, but the janitor works for Walmart, and you're on Walmart's property. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Airbnb's just a payment processing center. They just like <laughs> serious. that's what they are. So they got the million dollar insurance policy, man. Yeah, which nobody gets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, we're we're humming along here, man. What um, you had a whole list oh, of things. That's another thing. Don't link your calendars to Airbnb. 
I learned that. I learned that with that that customer service representative I had to go off on. Don't link your calendars. Like if, uh, like if you have a calendar on VRBO, what VRBO and Airbnb, VRBO, their thing is if you pre-approve a booking, it blocks the dates, so you don't have to pre-approve it. Airbnb has a little BS policy where if they, how would they go about it? If they, uh, if you remember how you push and accept and it has a waiting payment mm-hmm. it blocks all your calendars everywhere else really yeah that's why they do that so that's why i was like yeah i'm not because the lady on the phone the customer service was i went off on she was like well have you guys linked your calendars and i told her no i ain't linking shit since you guys are <laughs> sitting here blocking up calendars for everywhere else <laughs> yeah i'm not blink blocking my calendar so you can have control of it that's what it is yeah don't block it if if you have a high volume of units, don't block your calendar with Airbnb, the whole awaiting payment. Or what you can do is you can link them, and if the waiting payment comes up, just unlink it. and They have to take it off if you tell them the room's not available. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, and you use a, a – they call it a PMS system to run all all your um, all your listings, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's Guesty. Um, Guesty, okay, yeah. okay. So that way you don't have to link it because Guesty takes care of all that, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. there you go. Well, no, 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 no. Guest doesn't take care of that. You have to manually link it, but I say don't link it at all. That's a lot of work for you, though. You have hundreds of listings. Well, not for me. For somebody else. <laughs> oh, you mean for, for Guesty? No, well, you're saying. Virtual assistants oh, take you're care virtual. of that. <laughs> Why am I paying you ass? Yeah, well, I won't do all that. But no, nah, man, I mean, it's just a simple way to do it. But. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That's a, I've never heard that before. I've never yeah, heard man, that's, it, a, that's something you only hear on um, Live, Let, Thrive, y'all. Yeah, VRBO does it too, but you have to manually push it to VRBO. Airbnb does it on their own, so be careful with them. Booking.com's got better about being on top of the calendars too. They have? Yeah. They're getting better. They're getting better. That's what I'm hearing. A lot of people are telling me to get back on BDC. Yeah, you know me. Um, you want me to tell you one of my stories? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I got a bunch of them. Uh, yeah, you do. You do. So I'll make one. I'll make um, I'll make it short. Let me see. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> you heard the XFL is coming to Arlington? No, I didn't hear that. They're, they're gonna it have. Back? They're gonna have. Yeah, they're bringing it back. And one of the teams is going to play out of Globe Life Park. Oh, that's what they're going to do. Which is the that. Rangers, the Texas Rangers X ballpark, you know? Mm-hmm. They're, going to get, they're getting a new ballpark. So, um, <laughs> you know how I always hit up Arlington City Council website. I always talk, you know, talk <laughs> smack on there. Um, I said something pretty funny. I, you know, I got to pat myself on the back. But, when the, you know, when they, they announced something about, um, gosh, what were they talking about? Oh, uh, about the progress of the new stadium, yeah. you know, and the and it's gonna have a retractable roof and stuff yeah. like that. You know, of course, Arlington is trying to ban Airbnb, and I was like, oh, that's great. You know, that's great that our you know our hard earned money, our tax dollars money, is going to help build these stadiums, and we get to you know benefit from it a little bit by being able to rent our houses out to to tourists coming to town. And I was like, oh wait, uh, never mind. <laughs> oh yeah, they, they, man. And so, but that's my thing. Like they're building all this stuff with our tax dollars, and then they don't want to let man, they don't want to let us get a little piece of the action. Yeah, but I'm about to, like I said, I'm I'm not tripping as a home share host. Yeah, remote host. Yeah, they might have something to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, you know, because I turned everything in Ireland. Actually, I'm about to actually turn everything back corporate real quick. There you go. That, oh, yeah, it's that winter slowdown that's coming. Because I've been hearing a lot of people asking what's up with the December slowdown, which it wasn't slow for me until I just looked at it this month. Then I'm looking at my calendar. I'm like, damn, December is kind of slow. But I've already made enough. I had a, somebody book for a month at one of my places, so I'm good on that. Good to get. Yeah. I am. Um... I also hit them up when they talked about when they put on there. Oh, you know, we're excited to mention that the XFL is coming to town. You know, mm-hmm. the city council put that on there on their Facebook page, and you know, we're gonna have a team in Arlington, blah blah blah. And so, <laughs> of course, I'm a smartass always, and so I put on there. Um, I said, oh, okay, cool. I was like, what did I write? And I said, um, potential potential team names, <laughs> and mm-hmm. I put on there the Dallas <laughs> Destroyers because. <laughs> Is Arlington, but they're not going to get the name. And then the Fort Worth faders, you know. <laughs> and then I put on the very last one. I put 
or the Arlington pays for everything but doesn't get to name the teamers. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and people are like, oh, that one's catchy. That's <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much Arlington, man. Because, I mean, it's, it, it's funny. It's funny but not funny. Okay, we understand. The Dallas Cowboys are going to come here. They're not going to change the freaking name to the Arlington Cowboys, right? We yeah, understand yeah. that. They're a freaking institution. Best team on the earth. And, you know, I'll fight you on that. And <laughs> yeah. we don't have a... The best quarterback, but he's getting better, man. Give him a chance. Anyways, um, anyways, that's another story for our other podcast, our, our sports podcast. Um, so, anyways, I, Arlington, you know, they welcome the Rangers. Of course, they're the Texas Rangers. They're not Arlington Rangers. Yeah. And um, welcome the Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys. We had we hosted a Super Bowl All Star. We hosted all kinds of stuff there. And every time they get on TV, yeah, live from Dallas, Texas, you know. Yeah. And so they don't get any even any props on TV hardly. And starting a little bit, but not a lot. And then they hey, we got a oh, WNBA team here in Arlington. Yeah. That's pretty cool. What are we gonna name them? Oh, the Dallas Wings. Okay. Okay, if we can't even name a WNBA team, I mean, well, you, that's you like, can't really name it Arlington. Though. The Arlington. I'm going to tell you why. Okay. If you look at any major any major sports team, it's a bunch of major sports teams that don't play in the city. You can't name it like where's the, I can't think of one, but off okay, the top New of York it. Giants. They play in New Jersey. Yeah, New yeah. York Jets. They yeah, play you, in New Jersey. Yeah, you, Boston. Um, um, what the fuck. Red Sox? The Sox? Boston, no, no, the Sox. The Boston, um, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, pa- Patriots. They're playing Boston Patriots East Rutherford. Play in... No, the New England Patriots. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. There you go. <laughs> New England Patriots. East Rutherford, right? They play if in... If I'm not um, mistaken. Yeah, they don't play in, in New England, right? No, they, they don't play in Boston is what you're saying. Right? Okay, I don't know. I'm screwed up. But there's, there's a bunch of examples. Yeah, it's a bunch, there's a bunch you, of examples. You, you have to go towards the major attraction. Because if they said the Arlington... Matter of fact, let me give you a perfect example. We were in uh, – matter of fact, when I'm talking to somebody that doesn't live here, like when I went back home to Portland, they were like uh, – me and my wife, we were down in Salem, and they were like, where do you guys live? We said we live in Dallas. And they're like, oh, you live in Dallas, Texas. All oh, cool. So then they're like when they're – like, I was like, yeah, when you guys come down, we can take you to the stadium, to the Cowboys stadium. They're like, oh, yeah, we want to go see it. And I'm like, yeah, it's in Arlington. And like, what's that? What's Arlington? Like, yeah, even my brother, like, because matter of fact, my brother, he just came down here, I think, a year or two ago. For the first time, he came down here, and he said the same thing. He was like, man, I thought this place is in Dallas. And I'm like, there's only two sports teams that play in Dallas. That's the Stars and the Mavericks. That's it. Nobody plays in Dallas. But, <laughs> but you can't name it the Arlington Star. I mean, the Arlington uh, the, the Arlington Rangers. What the hell is that? Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> Now, one that kind of and it, and it led to like a funny situation, you know, to talk yeah. about sports a little bit, to talk about naming rights. Um, okay, back in the day, there was a team, a baseball team called the California Angels, mm-hmm. and then they became the Los Angeles Angels, L.A. Angels, right? Mm-hmm. And then they moved to over there by Disney and became the Anaheim Angels. Which Anaheim, you know, people don't think of Anaheim as like a you know. Los Angeles or Chicago or New York. But let me let me finish. Let me finish. Okay, okay. I understand what you. you <laughs> <laughs> what the and it's so much so that you know Anaheim Angels, whatever. It's so much so that the a new owner bought him a few years ago, mm-hmm. and he said, "I'm going to name him the Los Angeles Angels again." And the city of LA is like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! You're not paying taxes here. You can't just take the name like that." And they said, um, "You got to pay us a fee to use that name." Otherwise, you have to name it something different, and he's and so he changed it. It was for a while the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. <laughs> That's how cheesy wow. it was. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's still that way, mm-hmm. but he had to work out a deal with the city of L.A. I mean, that's they had to say, hey, you wow. didn't, you're not, you're not here. The stadium ain't here in our city. You ain't paying these taxes. You can't just take our name like that. Wow. So, I mean, like especially in a city like L.A. Like, for example, I have. I have places I rent out in Anaheim and in Indio. But I put the main attraction as L.A. Like, I list the title as, like, L.A. and a whole bunch of stuff to do in L.A. on there. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's just the, the attraction. Exactly. You know? Which, Indio, the only thing that's going to attract it is the, uh, what's it called, the festival, the uh, Coachella. That's oh, out yeah. there, you know. But I, I understand it. But, yeah, I see what you're saying, though. Yeah, you got you to show them a little bit of love. <laughs> But um, yeah, so that was my little my little tidbit. Let's dive into some of those hundreds of topics you got in there. 
You got some good stuff. You got some good stuff, man. I'll tell you that much. Man, the lady who came and said she had a squatter in her house in San Diego. That had me laughing, man. She had a squatter where she lived. I'm like, you let somebody into a private room and they squatted. She said the lady squatted for two days. I was like, I wish someone would squat in my okay, house. Is that, is that squatting for two days? I guess, I, yeah, I, I guess. Didn't pay. Didn't pay. They, they, they arrived, canceled uh-huh. the reservation, then stayed in her room. That's squatting, yeah. That's squatting. <laughs> but it bounce. Better get the <laughs> F out of here. What did my boy Sean say? He said, yeah, I would have had somebody tire and gagger. <laughs> he said, I had my, I have some cousins that would have done that for a blunt and a fifth of yak. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I don't. <laughs> a blunt and a fifth of yak. <laughs> but That's I a good know. deal right there. <laughs> Hog tie someone. Get them out your house. <laughs> Is that Arkansas justice right there? Memphis justice. Memphis. Oh, that's even that's even worse. Oh Is that man. Mr. Bishop's always talking about Memphis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's the one who said that. That was funny, man. <laughs> oh man. I hope he deletes his Facebook account when he runs for the whatever office he's gonna run for. Because it's I love it. I love reading his stuff, man. He he, he keeps it more real than we do. <laughs> He just puts it out there, man. Oh, man, that was funny, dude. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. If somebody was in my... I, I highly doubt I... I don't know how I'd react, but I'd say I highly doubt I'd let somebody... You'd have to be holding me. mahogany back, I think. You'd Possibly. be holding her back from knocking someone out. Yeah, I'd, I'd be like, yeah, you ain't squatting in my crib for two days. You're tripping, you know, so... But, oh, man, Lord. we actually have... What ours is, we have a bunch of, bunch of stories that happen, man. Like, the guy... The story from the meetup. Now, that was a crazy story. The um, suicide one? story. Oh, yeah. He showed you a picture and everything. Yeah, tell tell, tell cra- him what happened. Now, that, that was crazy. Uh, so, he, he was actually at the last meetup. That's where I met him. And he hit me up. I think I was out of... It was for Thanksgiving. I was out of town. I was in Arkansas. And he, he I seen his call and I seen him text, but I, I was busy. So... When I got back in town, I still didn't call him, but I seen him at the next meetup. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, man, I was trying to call you. And I'm like, oh, okay, man, what was going on? He's like, I needed your advice on something now. What he, about what he said, I was like, I don't think I could have helped you. But he's like, yeah, uh, he has an Airbnb in a, in a complex where I have like two or three Airbnbs at. Yeah. And he was, like, um, he was like, man, I got shut down. And he was like, my, uh, he was like, my, um. I came to the unit to clean it, and mm-hmm. he goes, there was a suicide note there, Jeez. and he, he laughed it off. He was like, ah, oh, whatever, it's a suicide note, and he picked up his phone, and he recorded it, but he hadn't gone into the rooms, because I think he has like a two-bedroom or something, or one or two-bedroom, Yeah. and he rolls into the room. He, he recorded the letter at first, He didn't rec- and he stopped recording. He was like, yeah, this is crazy. So afterwards, he walks into the room, and man, it was a body just sitting on his, he said a girl was sitting on his laying that laying out and he was like he went over there and you know shook her and was like hey it was time to go and he realized oh, hey no. yeah she was gone man she had took like she had over od'd and they he called the police and i guess they told him to take down his listing so Jeez. i was like man i was like i don't know what kind of advice i could have gave for that one bro <laughs> i would have been looking confused on that like yo that's crazy <laughs> Man, I was like, man, because it was like, because he said he got kind of struck, shocked for a second when he walked in. I know I would have been shocked. I'm like, oh, you know, dang. But yeah, that that was the craziest story we heard. That was from suicide. Old, wow. Yeah, she left a note crazy. and stuff. Yeah, left a note to her family and saying on the note it said, "Don't go in the room. I'm gonna be dead." Or something what? Crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. Oh man. Yeah. So and it was like. He's right in the unit where I'm at, but I'm like, I ain't been over there in so long. I was like, dang. Did he say how he handled that situation? I mean, do you burn the sheets after something like that? I mean, what do you do? I don't know. Um, I'm pretty sure. Um, he... The police had to shut it down for a little while, investigate and all that stuff, I'm yeah. sure, right? And then, and then he, he said he, they didn't ask. They just thought, see, that was my thing. I'm like, you know, let's just get a little political. Uh, brother called the police and dead white girl on the bed. I'm just saying, man. Like, whoa, what? It's a Lamar Hunt going on. You know, I'm Kareem like, whoa, Hunt what? Going on. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Plug that back in. It fell out. Oh. Yeah. So, I mean, 
I don't know. It was just a little bit. Uh, I don't know. It was. Yeah. Right yeah. This is live radio going on. Is it maybe it died? Is it still on? Pull it down. Pull it, or it needs to be plugged in up there. Is up there. Oh, mine's still good though. Oh, you already just like the live and uncut coming at you. How about now? No. Oh, it might be the microphone. Is it your mic? No, no, I can hear you loud and clear. Oh yeah, so it must be my headphones. But no, um, I swapped you. So out. it's all good. So. What had happened was, so he when he walked in there, I'm like, man, so you, the, the cops just, he said they uh, investigated, then they, the complex came up, and the complex, they found out it was a short-term rental, so they were like, yo, you got to shut that down, you know what I mean, so. Man, that's a crazy story, dude. I would, <laughs> I would freak out for sure. I unplugged you. Are you, oh, was it off? It might have been the, this right here. Okay, so, hand me the thing again. Yeah. All right, keep talking, keep talking. But, yeah, that was pretty much, yeah, so that was, like, the craziest story I think we heard this week. So, How about now? Yeah, good. Okay. But, yeah, cool. I think that was the craziest story we heard, so. Uh, got a bunch of few few crazy ones, but. And, um, okay, I want you to go over some, Micah. You're, yeah. the, you're the maestro. You're the, the scientist, right? <laughs> <laughs> Could you, okay. What is there a difference between a house that's Airbnb ready and corporate ready? I mean, is there like when you go into a place, is or you have an idea it's going to be an Airbnb, or you have an idea it's going to be a corporate rental? Do you approach it differently? Yeah, um, Airbnb a, a corporate rental is usually smaller than an Airbnb due to the type of client you're going to get. Um, you got to look at like one bed, two bed, one bed, two bath condos. Um, a lot of people ask me that because I've been having the, like, the last month I've had a bunch of people come up to me asking me hey I got a four bedroom house and I want to turn into a corporate rental I'm like that don't really work unless you're about to do each room You, it's well okay this is where I would do a corporate rental with a big house I'll give you an example my uncle he lives in Grand Prairie he has five beds five baths I would do a corporate rental because now I can give each person not only your own, I can give you your own microwave, your own, your own microwave, your own mini fridge, and your own bathroom. I might be able to charge each person in there a thousand dollars a month. Whoo! That's five grand. Otherwise, you're gonna create a party house. Is your other alternative? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> no, you can do. Well, I've never ran something that big, so That's I could big, say yeah. probably yeah. That's like a little could, hotel right there. Yeah, five yeah. bed, five bath. Yeah, you could run a party house. So. To avoid that, because a lot of people have been asking me that, how to get a corporate rental. I mean, you're looking at one bed, two bed, one and two bedroom units for mm-hmm. corporate, um, unless you're doing private rooms out of a house. Um, and of course, if you have a private room, um, if you have a private room and it's connected to a bathroom, you can charge more. Um, I actually seen Carter Carter said she was doing that. Shout out for listening and doing that. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> she said tip. she yeah she said she moved out of her main master bedroom, lived in the other room. While the main, while the guests, and I was like, which is a smart idea. You can make more money. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I mean, a lot of people have been looking to go corporate. Um, with your, why are you looking at the Hearst place, right? Yeah. Well, I was thinking of that too, and I was thinking of how I should set it up differently. And I guess I would, I would imagine you might have to go a little bit more high end if you're going to do corporate. Is that true? Like to go, you know, not really high end. I mean, better stuff. The, 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 the stuff in Airbnb is very similar. That's yeah. why the models are so similar because your stuff should be decent if it's an Airbnb or if it's a corporate. You should be able to just transfer, transition into the other from an Airbnb to a corporate. But it's just the size of your unit. Like so, you got three beds. How many baths? Three beds, um, one and a half bath at the Airbnb. Yeah. Yeah, you could corporate rent that. But this is my only thing. I don't know. I don't know how people are going to react with the without the owner being there. Or even a manager there. That's another thing you could do. You could just have somebody pay you cheap ass rent, mm-hmm. live in one of the be- bedrooms, yeah, and let her run the corporate rental, let her do all the cleanings and everything. Maybe have her charge her $500 a month for rent and you're making money off the other two. And that's what I heard um 
way back in the day when Jasper, you know, Jasper from uh, yeah. Get Paid for Your Pad, when they were starting to, um, they were doing their ban on Airbnb or they're they're restricting it a lot over in Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But of course, they still allowed you to do it out of your house. Mm-hmm. And um, and what he was gonna do, he well, he thought about it. He ended up just selling it all together, just not just to not mess with it. He was gonna get like a, let a young you know college student rent it out. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it was a two bedroom like condo or something, two bedroom whatever. Um, they call them flats over there. Yeah, <laughs> and live in one of the rooms. Take care of it. Take care of all the guests coming in, going out, you know, handling everything, cleaning, you know, in return, giving him cheap rent. Yeah. And so, and that, there you go. It's it's like he's, that guy is renting it on Airbnb because yeah. he lives there and he's renting it out on Airbnb, like a yeah. sublet. And, um, and that, he said, yeah, that could have, you know, that could have worked, but I just... I just didn't want to mess with it, and I just, you know, I ended up selling it. That's what, well, he sold that Amsterdam place. You know, it's Amsterdam. Sold it for a shitload of money, apparently. He didn't say how much. But he, with that one, he bought, like, three or four other spots around the globe, you know? <laughs> like, Colombia, and um, I think over there in, uh, what's it called? Uh, Philippines, he bought one, really? and there was some other spot. But, yeah, and he's, he's still looking to buy, I mean, he made a lot of money off of it. So, he sold it at the right time. Also, another thing to look at, like, with that model of how you're talking about letting somebody live in, if you had like a, um, if you had like a three bedroom condo or something like that, like how Denver does it, like if they ever put a ban on Airbnbs, that's also the back door to keep going. If you put somebody in there, pay you cheap rent, and then you had them rent out the other two rooms for you and run that operation, that's something else to think about as well. There's ways around yeah. it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's why I kept saying Airbnb might eventually go back to what it was originally was, which was a home share platform. You know what I mean? It An might, air mattress in the living room. Yeah. It <laughs> might eventually get back to that because I just seen – it's just too many cities coming down on it, you know. Um, and I've also said corporate arbitragers will always be safe because I don't think they can really shut that down. That's pretty much an apartment complex telling you you can do whatever with the unit, but – I, I, I can't see I, – I truly can't see them shutting that down. So those are the only two caveats with short-term rentals I think won't ever be touched. Hmm. Yeah, everything else, remote hosting, remote – like when you go – like really, honestly, what got the attention on Arlington and Grapevine, this these people walking into these predominantly high-end neighborhoods and starting Airbnbs and short-term rentals. That's really what it is. Because those are the people that are going to complain. Because if you walk into a gated community and it's an Airbnb in there, people are going to be throwing parties, man. That's true. I mean, that's what happened to, what's her name up in, uh, was, it, was she in Grapevine, the one who talked to you? Or was she in South Lake? I, 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 yeah, I'm not going to say. <laughs> oh, my bad. Okay. I'm not going to out my um, underground friend. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> underground peoples okay but um yeah i know someone in a band city that's still doing it and still driving their asses off and yeah. so that's um so they ain't come at them yet and they're still making a buttload of money off i mean uh, making like eight to ten g's a month off of one spot you know that's pretty damn good so yeah i no, mean so i guess they're doing if, it out of a house right mm-hmm. out of a house hmm and so that I mean, okay, come at me with that two thousand dollar fine. In the meantime, I'm going to be making ten thousand dollars a month, so it's not going to really affect me too much. I can hear your gum chewing. My bad. <laughs> but so, that's a risk, man. Now here's the deal: Are they? Because like someone put on the on one of those forums that like Fort Worth, for example, she's oh yeah, my friend, they sent her a cease and desist. Now are they gonna are they gonna do that first before hitting you up with a boom? Here's a fine right away, the two thousand dollar fine right away. Or is that gonna get him in like a legal legal fights and stuff? I think or, they're gonna they're gonna send you a warning like first. A warning like a cease first. And but my thing, see, when people tell me stuff like that, like, "Hey, I got hit with a cease and desist." What were you doing? Yeah. And I think it's a lot of people in these little alliance groups that are party houses. They just ain't saying nothing. Think about it. Some of them ain't saying nothing. They're like, "Well, hold on, I'll, I'll sit back in the cut." Yeah, yeah, that's I true. Because, like, you, 
I can't see the city of Fort Worth just start knocking on doors, handing out cease and assist letters. How do they even know you're an Airbnb? I used to have one in Fort Worth, and I never had a problem. Hmm. Yeah, unless they unless they find you, man. Unless a neighbor complains or something like that. Desperation will make you a loser. Let's let's talk about that, Micah. That was one of your hot topics there. Desperation will make you a loser. Yeah, it will. If you're desperate, yeah, you you'll lose every time. Um, for example, I was sitting there, give us a good example. For example, okay, I, remember I was off work for seven months, right? Yeah. And I said I'm not gonna. I'm only gonna go back if I have something in Arlington, or if I have something remote. Now this whole time I wasn't even really thinking about a job. I was just working, working my business, doing side jobs or whatever, and hustling. But I noticed I got I landed where I wanted to be. Because I wasn't desperate and where I needed to be. I'm in a position now that I like the people. It's in Arlington. I don't have to drive far. You know, everything's, I'm local now. You know what I mean? I'm less miles on my car. It just seems, but I thought about it for a second. I'm like, dang, man, what if all those people, because you know all those people got laid off with me. I'm like, man, those some of those people were desperate, man. They had to go back to work. And you have to take the first, the scr- if you're desperate, people are going to give you crumbs. They're not going to give you what you want. Mm-hmm. Like um, and actually, let me tell you how this came about. There's a Airbnb host in Arlington that said, "Forget it, I'm going to jump ship." And uh, she has her property for sale, and um, it's sitting there vacant. They moved out of it and everything; it's vacant. And I had one of my guys uh, come up to me. I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to give away everything that's going on. <laughs> but the lady has a property, and he's like, "Hey," he came to me. He's like, "Hey, how should I handle this?" She's like, he's like, I want her property, but it's listed too high right now. He said, I want to house hack it. And I'm like, is she living in it? He goes, no. I'm like, is it rented? He's like, no. And I'm like, I told him, I said, hey, do this. Go make a standing offer on the house. Just a standing offer. Because she's eventually going to get desperate if it's just sitting empty. She ain't making no money. Mm-hmm. She might not be desperate right now because she probably made her money off Airbnb. She's got some reserves stacked. But those reserves start taking a hit, man. You you get desperate. You're like, oh shoot, I gotta do this. I gotta. I'm like, let that hit, let that sink in. You'll probably get the house. Just go give her an offer, mm-hmm. so you're in her ear. Right, right. So that's where we came up, and I was like, man, if you're desperate, man, you can. That's what they call it, motivated sellers. No, you're looking for a desperate seller. It's really what it is, you know. Come at her as as kindly as you can, too. Yeah, Because yeah. it'll stick in her head. Like, you know, yeah. say, you know, I, you got a nice place. I'd really like to rent it. This is how much I could afford to pay. Or I, this is how I'd like to buy it. You know, this is how much I could afford to pay because I plan, you know, whatever. And um, I, I don't want to offend you with my with my offer. But, you know, if you do, if just think of me in the future if you plan on selling it for a lower yeah. price. You know, just be nice to them. Don't say, ah, oh, you know scoff at him and stuff yeah, yeah, like that you, you give him yeah you know you you sweet talk the game yeah. you know because <laughs> that worked on me before because i i you know remember I, I told you i had a, a 79 cutlass yeah you know broham <laughs> yeah but you know i it, it i mean it was nice looking and all but i i was gonna have to do some work to it mm-hmm. you know and it was every time i did something to it you know it seemed like i um I messed something else up kind of thing and ended yeah. up going back to AutoZone, going back to Pet Boys, whatever the hell, and getting more stuff for it. Mm-hmm. And um, it has become, you know, working on a classic car, you become a, a money pit. Yep. And so I was like, man, all right, I'm about done with this thing. And that's back when we were, we were going to move from our first house in Arlington. It turned it into a long-term rental to our, our, our second house. Mm-hmm. And so um, I was like, and the car was still there. The people rented it out right away. The car was still in the driveway, you know, and I was going to do something with it. But all the, the what I didn't like it also was like, you know, now I had a family. You know, yeah. I, I had, you know, my wife here, you know, I brought her from Mexico. <laughs> brought her yeah. from Mexico. You know, <laughs> she just, she didn't come on a caravan or nothing. She just, she, yeah, girl. <laughs> it's the rum, y'all. Um, so, anyways, we, so I had my wife there. You know, I'd be working, and you know, my wife would be home, whatever, and it'd be like some, you know, it's a '79 Cutlass. Some thuggish, ruggish dudes would come through every now and then. Hey, you know, you gonna sell that car? You gonna sell mm-hmm. that car? You know, and um, thuggish, ruggish, look, thuggish, ruggish looking dudes. No offense to nobody, but that was the facts. And I was like, yes, yeah, sir, man, these. <laughs> 
Mama's gonna bring the hood, man. Yeah, and um, and I just kind of like, man, you know, no, no big deal when I was there, but now I got my wife there by herself, you know. And yeah, trying, yeah. And I was kind of starting to look, oh man. One day, some dude did come by. He made like an offer for fifteen hundred bucks for it, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was low. I, I was thinking I would get more than that if I was going to put it for sale. Yeah. But it, it was this uh, this black dude that worked over here off in, in Arlington at, at the Kia Kia dealership. Really? It's real, yeah, real cool dude. He's hey man, you know. He even he brought he brought his like nephew with him, you know. Yeah. My, you know, I, I work on these cars. I fix them up, and you know, and and he goes, I'll show you one that I got. He showed me some pictures. He goes, you know, my nephew, I, I want to start a project car with him, mm-hmm. you know, and we'll give you fifteen hundred bucks for it whenever you were willing to sell it. No, you know, I know you probably get more if you put it for sale, but just you know. I said, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll get your number just in case, you know. Yeah. And he's just real nice dude. I was like, real cool. I got a good vibe from him. He wasn't all coming in gold chains and yeah. you know, <laughs> and do rags all thuggish, ruggish. He was, he was very yeah, like a, a cool guy, you know. I was yeah. like, wow, cool. All right, man. I think, of, and because I got it, I got the other dudes' numbers too, and they were offering whatever. But when it when it came to it, when it was when I was when we moved out of there and it was time to sell, I was like, I thought of that guy. I was like, yeah. that was a cool guy, you know. Yeah. And he's gonna fix it up with his nephew. Who knows if these other guys were real or not? But this guy said he'll he'll pick it up, whatever he you know at the Kia dealership. They have a, he knows a tow guy. He'll even tow it. You know, I don't have to do nothing. Mm-hmm. And he gave made it real convenient for me. You know, I didn't have to do crap. I didn't have to get it started. I didn't have to do stickers on it. I didn't have to yeah. do nothing. He said, I go scoop it up, you know, put it on a flatbed, and here's your money. And so when when uh, I finally said I'm not going to do nothing with this car, I don't have the time or the money. I said I yeah. called him up. Hey man, you remember me? Yeah, yeah, I remember. I'll be. The, he said I'll be over there t- right now, man. Just let yeah. me know. And I met him over there. He gave me the cash, got the car on the flatbed, took off. And I was like, it was cool. It was convenient. Yeah. It was nice. It was clean, easy, and he was a nice guy. So I mean, it's all about how you talk to people, communicate with people, and make it as easy as heck for them. Don't come at them with a complicated, hey, you know, I could do a a wraparound lease on this house. I can give you five grand down, and then we could, you know, transfer it to my name after five. You know, don't. No. No. Tell them you're going to pay them this price. Yeah. You know, I can give you the money as soon as, you know, as soon as That's you're ready how, to sell. Uh, and I'll handle everything. I'll pay for all the clothes. You don't have to do nothing. You know, make it as easy for these people as they can. They'll think of, they'll, they'll keep you in mind. And like, I'm going to call that guy, you know? You know what's funny? I had the exact same story, man. I had a 99 DeVille sitting in my front yard. My head gaskets, it went out. And I put a for sale sign on it, man. And, you know, 89 DeVille, man. Bring out that hood, you know? <laughs> so, I, no, no. I had a, it, was my ni- it was my second Cadillac. It was my 99 DeVille. Yeah, yeah. Long body with the uh, rag top. Nice. And so, but I was desperate though. You know, yeah. I was in college. I'm like, dang man, I can't just have afford to have this car sitting out here. You know, I just bought my house. I'm like, man, I gotta gotta make the ends do, man. So, <laughs> somebody came through, man, offered me a thousand for it. Head gaskets are blown, and I had taken my cousin. And my cousin's like, I can fix it, but I gotta go down to you pull it. I gotta pull it pull an engine out to get it you know because it was one of them shitty ass north star engines from cadillac you know <laughs> uh, excuse my language but you know so i end up selling it and then like a few months later man i'm driving down the street i had got my my white kia that i actually got wrecked here but i had my white kia i look over man that dude had fixed that cadillac up i see my cadillac i was like damn <laughs> yeah man so i was like no you know but he yeah. fixed it up but you know i was desperate so it desperate times desperate measures you know so i know what you mean but you found the right person that you wanted right, to get your right. car up to made it easy and simple for you you know yeah. but You're a cool guy you know professional and yeah. um he made the process super easy a, a guy actually he's the one who told me that that about approaching somebody with a, an offer it was a, a mentor told me that man, and that was a good. Mr. Was Can? Actually, uh, no, 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 no. Can does that? I don't know. I don't. I'm, I don't know how Can. He he does a lot of business, so he must be doing something right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, yeah, that's always a good one. If you can approach somebody with an offer, like, hey, here's this. This is what I got. You know, it, it can work out for you because that's what I'm doing. With my house. See, here goes another flip side example of that. So my house in Arkansas, I'm not desperate, but. I have my price way up here, and I'm short-term renting it and making money off of it. I'm like, well, the money's good. I'll just sit back because I really want to buy something here, but I'm not in a rush because right, I'm right. not desperate, you know. So, man, that, that's 
that that that's man, that's a strong feeling of freedom right there when you're not desperate, man. You you it gives you leverage. Financial independence yeah. equals power. I put that right now. <laughs> that's a good one. And it, like if you yeah, if you don't need the money, I mean you're cool, you know, you're making good money, whatever, you don't gotta sell something. Yeah. Yeah, you have the leverage, you have the yeah. more the, the power in the situation. Yeah, you do. You know? It gives you a lot of power. Exactly. You know. So um, this was a good app. Yeah. I think it was a good app. And um, I know we got more topics, but I think we should probably roll another app if you want to hit up all the other topics. I'm down. I'm You're down. Cool with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're over an hour now. We um, we love and appreciate all of our fans out there, and this is cool. We're gonna be we're gonna be YouTubing more, which is great. I yeah, mean, yeah, you get yeah. to you get to I don't know. It gives like a more personal feel, maybe. I, yeah. My. Um, my um i say mentor my um uh, podcast idol is uh, mr joe rogan i don't know if you listen to his oh, show yeah, yeah i listen to rogan yeah he's he's great and he he does a freestyle whatever man they go yeah. talk about whatever you know he, like, a, like a famous singer went on there one time from like a rock band i love and, and they didn't even talk about freaking music i was like what's going on here man that back when i first started listening to him i was like oh i get it they just it's, it doesn't matter who the person is you know the famous person or whatever, um, they talk about whatever they talk about. Yeah. They just go off. He sometimes smokes, you know, weed on the show and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I got sidetracked again. So, um, but he does the he does the Facebook Live and then he does the podcast. So they, we're going to start doing that too. Yeah. Make it more, um, I say three dimensional. I don't know. Well, I guess we're two dimensional, whatever. Yeah. And um, so yeah, so this was a great show. Was, thanks for hanging in there. Thanks for watching. Peace. Thanks for listening on the podcast. Thanks for the downloads and um, and passing the love to everybody. We're we're growing our audience and it's really exciting for us. Yeah, yeah. Where can they find us, Steve? Uh, on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Live, let thrive. Live, la la la. Live, let thrive. Com. Live, let thrive. At gmail. Com. Um, hit me up, uh, hit us up on the Facebooks, on the Twitters, on everywhere you can find Live, Let, Thrive. Peace. Later. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live, Let, Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.